0: So did you watch any of the spoilers of Kingdom of Hearts yet? No, I've stayed clean. I've basically I've seen the whole thing now. I, b- well, I bet you have.
1: Let me ruin it for you. <laughs> no, yeah, let me ruin I'll it kill for you. you. I'll actually <laughs> kill you. Like I don't think you understand. Like the thing is, is like, you heard about the the thing that happened, right? No. So, there was a dude who I guess was involved with like a gang in his local town or whatever that had connections to a retail distributor and they got 30 copies of the Xbox version of Kingdom Hearts 3 and sold them all 30 of it. Mm-hmm. So, people then proceeded to start uploading um, footage from the game onto like Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that. And now there's a guy specifically who is taking requests from people that can't wait. Play the game because they have no chill, and essentially the entire game is now on the internet. Is it really? It's where, yeah, yeah.
2: That's terrible.
1: Dude, <laughs> it's a, one of my friends is, um, that I know in the community is a, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, essentially a mod on, uh, on a forums, and, to try and mitigate that damage, she has to watch the videos that are being posted to make sure there's not spoilers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why would you do this to yourself? And she's like, I have to. It's part of my job also because I can't play the game on release. I was like, dude, it's it's a (coughs) struggle. It's really difficult not to just look up spoilers, especially where I'm at currently where I'm like, I have nothing to play because I've played everything and I can't go play the old games because I know they're not going to be as good as this new one, so I don't know. Help me, Mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> At least you're close-ish. Um, 20, um, you're getting
1: there. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, like, you weren't here, but, like, in the slew of, like...
2: So, wait, it comes out on the 29th?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And, like, the, in, this, in the slew of, like, December, things just got super real. <laughs> so, what was it? Um... So I think... Welcome to Nailed It. Yeah, welcome to Nailed It. Uh, episode 91. <laughs> My name's David. Nice Xavier. 91,000?
0: Yeah. Nice. I'm uh, Michael.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so essentially what happened is that... Uh, is this
2: really episode 91? Yeah. Or is it yeah. just... It's absolutely
1: 91. We're almost to 100. Yeah. Wow. Are you
0: going to show up to the 100s?
2: If I can make it, I will.
0: Whoa, hey. What? I feel like you have to make it.
2: It's 100. Yeah, but I can't miss work.
0: I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Or we can I just. Can. Or we can. <laughs> or we can schedule the episode around you so you can make it. Yeah, but he works too. No, he doesn't. He do.
1: He I would do work. Yeah. What? What are we talking about? You Since talking when?
0: About... When Cause... do you work? You said you didn't do anything except play video games.
1: Never said that.
0: You said that was your job. Now. I wish it was my job now. You said laying on the couch and playing video games was your new game now. Or life. No, it was your new adventure.
1: David's having a stroke again. A- Anyways, continue your story. He has like, Snell, he has like two an
2: episode, though, so...
1: Um, but no, so essentially what happened Like the, in the course of like three days, mm-hmm. it was like, um... What was it? Uh, how did it go? Okay, so, Friday of like a couple weeks ago, this is literally all in the span of a weekend, a Friday happened... The um, Square Enix announces that GameStop's are going to be selling the special edition pre order PS4 that was uh, leaked, or not leaked, but like shown at one of the events like a couple, um, a couple months prior. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to cop myself a copy. It took me getting out of my house before work and almost showing up <coughs> to work to get this thing, but I got it. The next day, we find out that the dude stole 30 copies of the game and people have been leaking it online. And like the last day was like uh, one of my favorite YouTube channels just died. So it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like this is all happening in this family again. Is... The super best friends ended. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it, like why was it your favorite show? Because those are the guys that got me inspired to want to start doing YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did they why did they end it? Uh, their reasoning was that two of the members just weren't getting along anymore. Oh, so, so they
0: weren't super best friends.
1: Uh, they were for about nine years, and then one of them just kind of, I guess, was going too far and got fed up with the other. Mm. So Sort of like me and you. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> That's yeah, good. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, no, it actually, like, it physically made me sad as a person. Because these were, like, people that I really liked watching.
0: Right, it's a show you have invested time and interest and, right. in. Right,
1: and it's like, they weren't even as popular as they could have been. They only had, like, 700,000 subscribers. and But it's the fact that they influenced the, like, the people that they worked with so much more. Like, they helped Team Four Star, they helped uh, a whole bunch of different animators. They jumped back and forth and helped people with, uh, like, Maximilian Dude and Yo! Video Games, who are, like fighting game, classic game player, like, they had such huge connections from anywhere to the video game, to the gaming industry, to the wrestling industry, they had all these connections.
0: So are they out, out, or are they just, like, one of them's probably going to end up in a different
1: what, what, what's How it is right now is that uh, the, the way that they made it sound like was that they're all going to be doing their separate projects. Where they all have because they've been working on their main, the main cha- their their own personal channels and then the super best friends channel, so all of the three that were left because there were four but one of them dipped out like two years prior because of the similar situation with one of the members, um, he so one of the members a diva, less of a diva more of a douchebag but yeah okay um. Uh, but it's, like, no knock to him because that's his character. People love him for it. You know, it's kind of why I like him. Like, he's an asshole, and I like the asshole, so it's fine. Um, but, but like, they're all doing their own channels where two of them are apparently still doing a podcast called... Uh, they went from being the Super Best Friends cast to Welcome to Castle Super Beast. Okay. But I don't... And then the the one that essentially held all, like, the... I guess the charisma... He, he has his own channel, but he's also doing his own podcast where he kind of like helps people mentally get their stuff together and stuff like that. It's very interesting, but um, I wish them all the best. Get, you two get off your phones. I'm not on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing
0: what I happened. will be
1: actually quiet.
0: Ooh, awkward silence. Awkward <clears> silence. That's it. Okay. We're off our phones. Yeah, he'll be back on his phone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm just
1: waiting. T- yeah. I'm waiting until you make it the first move. Right, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to spend the next... That my get, phone is on the floor. Give or take 20 to 30 minutes... So Xavier can't be angry ...talking anymore. about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Okay?
0: Wait, all by yourself? Do we
1: need uh, to be here? Can we be on our phones? No. You <laughs> have to contribute to the conversation. Uh, in the okay. But I haven't
2: played it...
1: Do you plan on playing it? Eh. <laughs> I mean, it depends, because this is going to go into spoiler-heavy t- territory. The
2: only time I play it is probably this month, because Anthem comes out in February, and then Watch McCulloch comes out in March. What I don't know it? what
1: that is.
0: I'll think of it. Go Before ahead. we get into that, what what is coming out this year that you guys are excited to play?
1: Resident Evil 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Devil May Cry 5. That's it? Uh, so are, are, no, if, it was, if Code Vein comes out that too, yeah.
2: So I'm looking forward to Anthem, which comes out in February, and it's The Division 2 that comes out in uh, March, maybe April.
0: I'm going to play Kingdom of Hearts on Why the not? Xbox. Just to ruin it? Just just, uh, <laughs> just kind of jump in like at the end of the story and yeah. just play the end. Stop experiencing Xavier's things.
1: <laughs> like, my eye is actually physically twitching right now. <laughs> does, does there, it,
0: no, there's a lot of video games I'm looking forward to coming out. Does it frustrate you that soon. there is going to be a lot of people that are going to be jumping in at that point? No. From Xbox. No, because... It's just
1: more than the fact that the I thi- would do it. The thing, the thing... Well, it's you're personal. doing it out of spite. Yeah. The thing is, is that yeah. people... And this, yeah. And this is what, like, other people... Like, So, this got announced years ago, right? Since then, Square Enix has remade, not remade, but released HD copies of the first game, pretty much all the games, twice by this point, on the PlayStation 3 and the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. So, and you've had time, if you could afford it, to either watch it or buy the games. You had that time. So, if I get, when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, I guarantee you that we will see a person say, I don't understand the story. It's like you've had time. I don't want to hear that garbage. Not because, oh, I have things to do. You have enough time to play the video game. I don't want to hear you complaining about how convoluted the story is. Yes, the game is very convoluted. We all know that. People in the community that's been here that have an obsession with it, that are getting tattoos and have costumes and all this, know that this story is ridiculous. Don't complain about it. Yeah, but why the key, though? Yeah. Because they couldn't, Disney didn't want the kid to have a chainsaw sword, which he could have totally had. That would have been epic. Mm-hmm. I would have liked a chainsaw sword. But
2: now Disney amazing. has lightsabers, so yeah. those are worse than chainsaw swords. And I
1: swear to God, if somebody says, well, oh, this game sucks because so there's no Star Wars in it, I'm Sparta kicking you off of something.
2: Star Wars would make it better. No. Yeah, that's
1: true. Like, uh, Don't do this. Because they
0: have lightsabers. You know, uh, in the new movie... Well, I want a Donald
2: Duck with a lightsaber. In
0: the new Star Wars movie, it's <laughs> Xavier's funny. Xavier's entered comatose. They they have... Uh, <laughs> so all the other Star Wars movies, they call it a lightsaber. And then, then in the new Star Wars movie, they call it a lightsword.
2: Did they really?
0: Yeah.
2: When did they call it a lightsword?
0: In the new movie. When? They changed it.
2: No, name the time that they called
0: it a lightsaber. A when?
1: in the new numbered Star Wars movie, the, the they last They called it a light sword.
0: Yeah. When? I believe when Luke. It's it's like it's it's actual thing. Look it up.
2: Well, yeah, but you can find anything you want when you. No, look no, no it it's up. in the movie. Did you actually watch the movie and see it?
0: i watched the clip that was in the movie. Yeah, but you could because I was it interested. It in it. Like no, it was exactly the same thing. Uh, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Mind blown. No, no,
1: <laughs> this is gonna make me angry.
0: Because they, the new director, wanted to go a different way with it, and he wanted to also change. Because, like, they were talking about how the, you know, Luke's lightsaber is basically a copy of his dad's lightsaber. Well, what's which what's means a lot. L- one?
1: This one's episode eight. eight
0: his dad's lightsaber and then in the last movie he just kind of chucks it over his shoulder right. or whatever but he calls it a light sword
2: that's upsetting
0: I'm not
1: seeing anything about it
2: although that honestly that movie doesn't have anything that's not upsetting so
1: right the, I
2: enjoyed the movie as I enjoy it, movie, it it's, it's, but it, it is upsetting from a Star Wars perspective
1: dude I'm super triggered right now <laughs> Like I'm on the verge of rage. This—that's a weird thing to take a new
2: stance on. Like, why? Why change lightsaber? It doesn't.
1: Because Disney.
2: But a saber is a type of sword.
1: But Disney. Anyway. They're. they're, (laughs) Oh God! And uh, I'm not gonna say this too much. I, I didn't realize that that was gonna trigger you so bad. Well, it's kind of a mix of you kind of combining the whole Xbox Kingdom Hearts thing, which I already have a problem with, and people complaining about the story, which I really have a problem with. So here's, here's
0: the whole thing. Why did Why did Luke call the lightsaber by a different name in the
1: in the new movies? So there's a whole thing on it. I'm gonna have to watch that movie now. <laughs> like I didn't care, but now I have to.
2: That part's near the beginning, so.
1: Cool. So I don't really have to watch the whole movie then. No. Dope. Oh, he calls it an energy sword. Instead oh, get of the... F-
0: I think, something like that.
2: I don't believe you. I don't believe you for my sanity. I'm not okay. <laughs>
1: I'm not okay. Xavier needs a All safe right. space.
0: Because I watched a uh, YouTube video on the whole thing. Because I, I, I it was like him one him of those right feeds now. that come up on your Facebook that yeah. says, like, this versus this. And I was like, really?
1: Really? <laughs> Oh man! Interesting. Um, You're so lucky. I respect you as a person with this podcast, because otherwise, I'd be I'd be cursing up like a storm right now, dude. I'm holding so much back. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but we've reviewed Star Wars enough, I think, from my time being here.
1: All right, I'm gonna jump into the Assassin's Creed Odyssey thing, unless you don't want me to. Oh, dude, no, please do. Okay, so. Assassin's Creed Odyssey and you're both on your phones again. no I was look. I was <laughs> gonna look up the lights everything uh, so I can send you the link. Uh, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey takes the gameplay from origins and they expand upon it like tenfold. it, it, it feels really good um, you take the role of mercenary because you have the availability to choose between a male and a female character in this one which is really dope because they haven't done that since syndicate when you're choosing between the Fry twins. But this one you're choosing between the male Alexios and the female Cassandra, um, both the grandchild of Leonidas. Right. Um, which is dope. Yep. Uh, because the only real move that I kept on the entire game was the Sparta kick because it is OOP. You don't understand how many people I've kicked off of buildings.
2: I heard you in the other podcast. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Or maybe it was no, it was you. It was me. Yeah, you were kicking. Yeah. Started kicking people off of ledges and yeah. towers. Yeah. no.
1: I was kicking, started kicking people that were like four levels higher than me just off of roofs and whatnot. It was awesome. Um but overall that that game is really good. I mean, cuz I'm a big not history nerd, but like Greece, Japan are like two of my biggest places that I really want to visit when I was a kid, mm-hmm. especially delving into, like, mythology and how their land was created and whatnot. It was something that I really wanted to know about. Um, and they kind of... They don't bring that specific aspect into it, but they do bring in the, uh... Like, the... The ideals of the mythological being a thing. Like, for instance, you find Atlantis. Like, you, you find the actual city of Atlantis, and... The, i am going to say the man that created the pythagorean theorem like pythagoras which is what the dude's name is he is your character's father and he's chilling in atlantis and he's like he has the staff of hermes like it's like the essentially this the, the medical symbol where it's like the the wings and then the two snakes going around the thing he has that staff and has been keeping him alive for like 200 years um so he sends you on a mission. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I like this part too much not to mention it. Um, he sends you on a mission to go find these four artifacts to bring back to this little temple so that you guys can seal Atlantis so that nobody can, like, so the Templars can't find it, essentially. Um, and the four are given to these four people that get transformed into the mythological creatures of legend. So you, the first one you find is a griffin. Or not a griffin, but a, uh, a sphinx. Same one from the Oedipus story where it's like, what, you know, what walks on four legs in the morning, two in the evening, or whatever, all that crap, and it's amazing when you find it because like you don't expect it, so you you get the thing, you're at this place, it's like a little bit of like a ruins, and boom, there's this half bird, half lion, half snake thing that just shows up, and you're like, oh, this is so cool. The second one is like. um, you find a Minotaur and then you find like Medusa and then you fight a Cyclops like it's all really cool things that I just really wasn't expecting in the Assassin's Creed story because mm-hmm. they've had like little Easter eggs like that where like in Assassin's Creed 2 like you're swimming in a certain area or you're walking in a certain area you can see a giant squid like swim under and I think you find like a I think either the same squid or a white whale in black flag where you at least the ghost ships mm-hmm. but it was like um Just seeing that mythological, like, presence was super awesome because the way that it works was the Isu, who are the people that came before the humans, who created the humans, essentially, gave these pieces of Eden, similar to the apple or, like, the cloth of the staves, to these four people, and they transformed into the monsters to protect it. So that's how they got, like, their legends in that time. Gotcha. Um, but...
2: That's a cool take on it to make it...
1: Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Rather I thought, than just myth. Because it, it makes, it's like, okay, and then the way that's like, oh, well, where did they go? It's like, well, this, your, your character fought the monsters, took the piece, and then they reverted back to the human form. So now it's like, they don't exist. So right. like, it works.
2: officially myth.
1: Right. So it was like, super cool. Um, but like, in regards to the main story, um, this is essentially the, your main character who, the assassins has not been made yet. The Assassins don't get made until you play Origins, which is set like I wanna say three hundred years or maybe something like that after Odyssey. But Origins it's the tale of your character who is a mercenary who at birth they're what was that? How'd it, how to go. Uh your father in Sparta uh essentially is about to throw your little brother off of a cliff mm. Your character, or not your little brother, but your little sibling off the cliff. Your character then kills a priest, and then they kick you off a cliff. They let you off a cliff, and then you get found by this guy, and he teaches you how to be a mercenary growing up and whatnot. Um, Later, you end up finding out that your sibling is alive, depending on who you pick. Um, I picked Cassandra because, I don't know, chick character. But then I looked at videos of Alexios, and Alexios is like, I hate his voice acting. He just sounds like he's yelling all the time. So I'm like, no, I'm good. Gotcha. Yeah. But you essentially find out that your little brother is alive, and that he is being, he's been brainwashed by this this group called the Cult of Cosmos, which is essentially the the second coming of the Cult of Abel, from, you know, Cain and Abel's, Mm -hmm. or no, the Cult of Cain who is essentially the first makings of the Templars. So it's like you're watching the beginning of the Templar order all the way in till the end of that. Essentially, you go through all this BS and you you end up finding your mother who disappeared for a while. You find out that your dad is not actually your dad, the one that threw you off the uh, off the cliff, but so it's it's some other Spartan dude and then you find out that your dad's some like mysterious guy that's trying to stop Atlantis. It's, it's a whole, like, ridiculous thing. My main issue was that I didn't know when the game ended. And I talked about this before the podcast. Mm. But... So, I... You, you have three sections of your Odyssey. You have the Cult of Cosmos, which is the Templar people. You have Atlantis. And then you have your family. So, the entire thing is, like, um, you have to try and get your family back together. Which may include, but is not exactly limited to, either the stepdad who threw you off the cliff, his newly adopted son who is a high-ranking general in the Spartan army, your mother who you have to travel halfway across Greece just to find, um, and your, your sibling who was, um, brainwashed by the Cult of Cosmos. You can literally save all of them, or you can lose any one of them in the process, which... The family arc is the main arc of the game. Hmm. And I didn't realize that. So, by the time I got to the end, I only had the mom and the sibling alive. Right. And I had no idea that the other two was even there. Because I wasn't expecting it to not be a straight open ending. Right. So, I killed the dad right in the beginning. And then I killed his... I thought I killed his son by Sparta kicking him off a cliff. He was still alive. And then uh, uh, later on in the game... You have to when you, you and your mom are trying to get your back to your house in uh, Sparta, which you actually go to, which was really cool. Um, you you have to go help your step brother at, at the uh, at one of the battles, and as soon as you finish this little task, like well, you were supposed to die. I don't know why you didn't die. And he's like, so I'm just going to kill you myself now that this is all taken care of. So you beat his ass in front of all of his Spartans. And you, like you have a choice to either kill him or walk away. So I decided to walk away. I was like, your humiliation's enough for you. So he ends up becoming like a mercenary that ends up following you around the world. So it's like the little, the little things they did, I'm not very good at explaining stuff. And trust me, I know this. I'm not the greatest storyteller. I have to sit down and think of a cohesive thought for it. I'm running off of four hours of sleep and one cup of coffee, so I'm juicing cup. Oh, you're
2: yeah, almost done. Yeah, most a cup of the cup.
1: Yeah, coffee. most of cup. So I'm gonna be terrible at explaining. Essentially, the game the game systems is really good. It usually when it comes to Assassin's Creed games, it's like straightforward plot line. Even Origins was like that. It was like, Okay, yeah, you have your mission is to kill the people that killed your son. Okay? You do that. All right, now join Cleopatra for her cause because she is now going to... We want her to rule Egypt. Oh, crap. Cleopatra kind of, like, tricked us and she's joining Julius Caesar and the Roman Empire to take over Egypt. All right, let's kill her. Okay. That's fine. I can do that. And then we create the Assassin's Brotherhood. That's how that starts, you know? Uh, And then you get end credits. Whereas Odyssey is all like... Where are my credits at? I don't know where they're at. Maybe you just not didn't. Maybe you didn't get enough street creds. You have to have enough. Street I killed grads the cult. I killed everybody in the cult of cosmos. Uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, I, I sealed Atlantis. And every literally, week in- by the way, if you play that game, bows is life. Arrows just god tier. <laughs> like most of that last Medusa fight, which is the hardest one, I was running around in circles, finding opportunities <laughs> to like sniper out with the bow. Um... Fair enough. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Well, it's
2: like, it's like, uh, people talk about Skyrim, and they make jokes that you could be anything you want to be, but everyone will end up being a stealth archer. (laughs) Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you could make any character you want, you could be good at anything you want to be, but stealth archer archer is the OP. (laughs) Well,
1: it's like, with, with, uh... With that, it's when when it when it comes to me playing the game. If I'm fighting soldiers or even like little big brute dudes, I'm gonna I'm gonna melee you. You know, I found that if you 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 can have a variety of options between um, a sword with the lance of Leonidas, which turned out to be an artifact of like like an apple of Eden. Right, one of the pieces. Of yeah, it. one of the pieces. So, you know, I had the I had the staff. I had a staff with a sword. You can either have a knife with the staff, you can have a bow staff, a heavy weapon such as an axe or like a glaive, and then you can have, I think that's it. So you have like your little variety of options. I generally picked a sword, and I ended up getting an axe that was just too OP, because you you, you hammer the heavy, and it's doing wide arc swings that are breaking dude's shields. And then whenever I got into, like, a dead serious boss battle, i.e., like, the four myths of that game, I'm shooting you with arrows. I'm not getting close to you. I tried that once with the Medusa, and she hit me with an insta-kill, and I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> so I was like... What is the
0: outer story of that game like? What do you mean the outer story? Like, because they have the in-game the in the is it Animus or whatever yeah what's the outer story is there an outer story there is point? an outer story because um, I always hear about the gameplay but I never hear
1: about the outer it's
2: Oh, because the outer story is never really like it hasn't it hasn't
1: been re- uh, like prevalent since Assassin's Creed 3 really so it's just basically
0: we all know we're in here but there's no plot to this anymore well
1: they f- kind of fixed it. So, what happens is that at the end of Assassin's Creed 3, <coughs> the main character of the story who you've been following since Assassin's Creed 1 by Desmond Miles right. ends up getting an option because this, like, when they made Assassin's Creed 3, it was during the 2012 disaster, where it was like, oh, the world's gonna end. Essentially what was gonna happen was that a sunspot was gonna flare up and it was gonna destroy everything, right? So, one of the Isu, who is uh, the primordial beings, is all like, um who his entire goal is to, I'm going to enslave the humans again after they revolted because how dare they go up against us, us, these godly-like figures, mm-hmm. um, was like, we created them, how would they go against us, whatever. She's like, I can save the earth, but it's gonna, like, you have a choice. It's either, uh, you let the sunspot happen, half the humanity will die out, there will be no, uh, electronics, and you will come back as this messiah, deific-like being, ag- akin to Jesus. You know, and then you will lead the new world, and then you have to teach them how to be like be like this. You know, you have to be their 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 leader, or you sacrifice yourself, and the world stays as it is. So at the at the end of Assassin's Creed, you don't get a choice. The choice is made for you, where Desmond sacrifices his life and he saves the world from the sunspot because the um, <clears throat> the Isu made this this thing around the planet to block that type of thing, but the only way it can be activated is by, acting think, an Isu, um, at the, at the cost of a life. Um, so you go into Assassin's Creed 4 and you're just, ra- this random jobber working out of Sergo who's going into the memories of, um, one of the dude's ancestors and, you know, it's just like that. Pretty much until Origins, you don't have a central character as you're...
0: Basically you're just playing a random guy that yeah, you're just random play, yeah, that's yeah. just like... I'm just going to work today. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his job. Yeah, it's essentially what
1: it was. You're, because the way that it worked was the Animus or the Abstergo memory project was this is going to be a video game. With the underlying is like, okay, we're recording these people doing these doing these gameplays to find out and figure out where the pieces of Eden are so that we can control Because I think people. the game itself is interesting,
0: but I, I think the... It'd be more interesting if they spent more time on the,
1: which is what people were hoping for. But then after they killed Desmond, a lot of people just stopped caring.
0: Right, because, and then the next ones, they're just kind of like, well, yeah, it was, I've,
1: but but that's where they changed it up. In, just the next day at work, right, and that's where they changed <laughs> it up in Origins because Origins you're actually following somebody this time. This girl named, uh, I want to say Lila or Layla something. She's a uh, she's in, um, she's a, an Arabic. Looking woman, Persian, something of that descent. Because do you think they did something like that
0: because, um, they just wanted to focus on like, what is it, the black flags, so the the pirate ships? They stuff they or
1: wanted or... they wanted to focus more on the. Uh, they, they, they didn't. Game? They didn't know where to go after Desmond. They really didn't. Were they expecting the series to end? No, they weren't expecting the... it to end, but they just didn't know what to do. It felt like. And this was during the point where they're cranking a new one out every year and nothing is happening, so people were getting tired. Right. You know? So, but with this new one, like, the, this, this female character, she was a researcher for Abstergo, or the Templars and whatever, and she finds the cave of... It sounds like they had three years of planning, at least. With this new one, yeah. No, I
0: mean the... Because it was... Until the third one, where they killed him. right? And they didn't write the well, story
1: because the way that it's working is that they're mostly focused on the story of the assassin that you're playing. They don't; they could care less about the, um, about like the human or the, the current time aspect. They're like, this is the assassin. This is who you're playing as. This is who you're going to be playing as. I don't. Know. Well, then don't talk about that in the first game because just have the game. Well, they, they, <laughs> felt, they felt like they concluded the arc with Assassin's Creed Three. Where everybody got mad at them for it, you. They, that's literally what it was. I know it's it's like, but that world still
0: exists. Yeah. So I need to know what's going on. Which, if I'm which is this what game. they're which is what they're doing, <laughs> like, and that's what I'm trying
1: to explain. Like in Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, they bring two of the characters that were, um, that were brought, or that was in Assassin's Creed one through three, which was. Um, like their tech guru who did uh, the stuff for the animus, and this uh, British guy who was, all, who are both assassins. They're both part of the assassin order. Um, they bring them up in four. I don't think they bring them up in rogue, or do they bring them up in rogue? They, I think they do bring them up in rogue. They're shown again in Unity, but then they're never Unity. Yeah, but then I don't think they're in. They, I think they're in Syndicate too. I forget, but then in the end of Origins, you end up, like, as you're figuring out all this stuff about the beginning of the Assassin Order, you end up getting um, found by the Templars, and you're hiding and everything away, and by the end of the game, you, get, you meet up with Desmond's father, who shows up in Assassin's Creed 3. He's like, yeah, um, do you just want to stop being part of Obsergo and start working with us? And I guess she says yes. So now she's part of the Assassin Order, working with them, and... You know, you hear about all these super cool stories that happens in um, in Odyssey. Where, like, there's this Asian guy who's part of the Assassin Order who used to work for the Yakuza. And he had to go through all these jumps and hoops to get the information that they need or where they're going to get to Can you ever run
0: into another person that's rummaging through somebody's memory
1: no. in the game? No. Because the way that the Abstergo works is, like, this is the memory of the person. Right. So if no two people can be in the same memory? No. Okay. Or it's, it's less of no two people can be in the same memory but it's like it's essentially you're playing a single player video game with your mind.
0: Right. I I would think it would be interesting if you ran into somebody else in the game and you're like that would be a good twist where they're like wait what who well, are you? I, who are I, you? I, the <laughs> problem with that is, is that it
1: all that would leave it uh,
0: That means that somebody else is
1: Trying to hack the exactly. system. Exactly. That's exactly what it would end up being. It's like, oh, if Sergo found us in our location, now we have to flee because they've hacked into our systems and now they know our location. Right. Or or if it goes along that they end up dot hacking or Redder Player One with uh you die in the game, you die for real type of crap. Right. So somebody found out I was like, Well, so and so Assassin's Life ended early and we found her, so let's kill her Right now, and then that person dies.
2: Wait, that doesn't happen in Ready Player One.
1: I was just using the transfer your mind inside of the video game, and then you're stuck in there forever. That hap- aspect. Definitely. I went with Dot .hack, but I doubt either of you know what that is. I would go yeah. with Lawnmower Man. I don't even know what that is.
0: It's a classic TV and movie where the guy goes inside the video game. Or
1: right. Tron. Tron is a great movie. Yeah. Tron is a more apt. description. Yeah, like, let's say you get derezzed in Tron. It's essentially that aspect is what would probably happen. Tron? Good. Tron 2?
0: Meh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Essentially, (laughs) you do get a slight resolution with the current timeline. The Neutron. Yeah. Tron Evolution.
2: There's another new Tron? No.
1: He's talking about the most recent one.
2: As number 2? Yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. Tron 1 was one way back in, like, the 80s. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which was great. But back. it wasn't officially Tron 2, was it? It's <laughs> so evolution.
1: Yeah. Tron 2 it has all the same characters. It has all the same characters. It even has uh, Flynn from... Yeah, it has the original... Yeah, it's Flynn. But the only character that, that isn't the same is Tron. They just call him Rinsler. Gotcha. Right. Yes, I never But, the, but they got the voice actor for him, I think, for, like, one segment. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But
0: it was it's decent it's alright I, I enjoyed it music. yeah I enjoyed it I just the,
1: people didn't like it yeah Um. essentially they, they do kind of have a resolution to the current timeline of that game where like if you complete the Atlantis story and you get all the pieces and return them to Atlantis to lock it away the the guy that's there Pythagor- Pythagoras who is essentially your, you find out is your father has a staff for Hermes that's been keeping them alive you take that from him or he gives it to you depending on your choices because <laughs> you, your choices actually do matter at points where it's like, okay, uh, give me the staff. No, I need to study this because I'm a man about knowledge. Like, well, I'm going to take the staff from me, so I'm just going to kill you and take it. So you do that. Or he's like, you convince him. It's like, come on, dude, you've been alive for 200 years. Just give me the staff. I'll take care. He's like, oh, you know what? You're right. Here's the staff. Either way, put that, uh, put Pythagoras dies. God, Grammar. Um, well, that would be if you were writing it out. Yeah. Like She <laughs> ends up giving you the staff, and your character lives from that point in Ancient Greece all the way to that point in current time. And as soon as you like get all those pieces, your character jumps out of the Animus, and there's your player character that you picked, walks up, and you're just like, Oh, what happened? It's like, yeah, um... I've been holding on to the staff this entire time which I guess you can transform into like a bracelet or something and uh, I've been waiting for you and I've come here to this moment to talk to you to pass on the weapon so that you may use it and then destroy all the other pieces of Eden. So essentially what she's doing she's like, I'm giving you the power of immortality but with this power of immortality you have to destroy everything and then destroy the staff. So it's like oh that was a cool little pass off. Yeah. But, like, she shows up in, like, a modern suit, looking dapper as hell. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so, and so, it, so there was an end to the game? That, was, that should be technically the definitive ending. Right. But, honestly, the definitive ending to the game is how many members of the family did you save? Because <laughs> throughout the game, you end up getting, like, captured by the cult. And you end up talking to the, um... Uh, the sibling.
0: So He's, you said, hold on. So you said there's no like end credits. No, I do can. You, I don't. Do plus. you think there's no end credits because the game is so open ended that you can? Because you can go. Is there an actual storyline that you follow, or yeah. can you jump in and out of the storyline?
1: You there's a storyline, but there's just so much open area for like side quests, right? That's what I mean, right? But 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 there is a definitive storyline. Your storyline is you are. A mercenary. Like, I have to go
0: talk to this guy in order to battle this person so we can grab our forces and go do the thing. Essentially,
1: there's things like that, but it's like, because this is during the, Mes- I think it's like the Mesopotamian War between the Spartans and the Athenians. But it's like, the, the thing is, the, the main story is, okay, I found my father. My father tells me that he's not my father. Now I have to find my mother. Okay, I found I'm being haunted by a cult. This cult has my little brother or my little sibling. Do I save them or is that person too far gone? My mother wants me to save them. I may not be able to make that promise. Um, pretty much by the end of it, after all this, like, does my brother want to try and fight me? If he tries to fight me, do I say yes or no? It's like it's a, it's a thing about choices. But the whole thing is this yes and no. Uh, if that's a choice.
0: I'd say yeah, yes, and then no. Well, because literally, Hold on. no, no yes you got it wrong you died (laughs) No.
1: no (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no like literally depending on your choices throughout the game you when you meet your sibling at the end it's like we're gonna fight it's like I'm not gonna fight he could kill your mom and then you could kill him or it's like you say I and it's like oh it's like no I'm gonna fight you so then you kill your you kill your sibling and you th- like literally spear through the under spear through the chin, out through the back of the skull. And do you know him, like in the game? Do you like know him, the like, sibling? Yeah, yeah. No, because like like, do you, uh, like you have friends with him or anything like that. Or? No, the way that it works out is that like you you find out the cult is hunting your bloodline because you are part of the you're you're the you're the grandchild of Leonidas. Who turns out to be this half human, half Isu hybrid? So he's part of he's like part of like the mysterious <laughs> beings of Bavor. The and they need your bloodline to activate this pyramid in Canada in Delphi, I think. Yeah. That has the ability to tell the past, present, and the future. So it's like if we use your blood; we can see what's going to happen in Assassin's Creed Two and how we can prevent this and whatnot. But that, but that's why they took your sibling. They took your sibling because they're they also have the blood of Leonidas in them and whatnot. So they brainwash him. And when you guys touch the spear together at one point, like you have the spear and you're fighting don't (laughs) (laughs) you have the spear and you're fighting him and he grabs it or she grabs it out of your hand, God don't. Um it your your minds (laughs) go back to a memory where it shows that oh, this is totally my little sibling or whatever. Right. So you know that that's them, but they think it's just a trick that they're playing on you. By this point, your sibling thinks that they are a god being, like some deific being, and the cult is like pandering to that, but also using you as their weapon. Throughout the game, you're like, hey, stop that. We're family. They're like, no, I'm not. And you're like, the cult's using you. No, they're totally not using me. It sounds like a sibling
2: fight. Yeah, like
1: a sibling. and and so <laughs> depending on how you act towards the sibling determines on how the ending will go. If you're a dick to the sibling, like okay, well, cool, um, you don't want to fight, stab mom, stab you, uh, you killed me, oh, I fall off a cliff. But if you're nice to them and you convince them, it's like, hey, the cult, cult using you, dude, stop. They're like. You get to the end, it's like, I don't want to fight you. It's like, alright. He just gives up? Yeah.
0: Like, I'm very anticlimactic.
2: I'm guessing that one takes a lot more work to convince them than not to convince him. Not them. really. Really? It's, if,
1: if, you're, if you're paying attention, it depends on your actions as a character. If so you, they
2: definitely fight David. They'd probably fight me and they wouldn't fight you?
1: Yeah. Okay. Essentially, because like, it depends on how you are as a, as a character in, like... This entire thing is a Greek tragedy, if you look at it. It's like, nothing is going to go well for you. It's going to be sadness at the end with some with something. You know, you're losing someone. So, if your character is the ruthless mercenary that's legitimately all about the coin, then you're probably not going to do it. Because, like, okay, I'm being conscripted as a mercenary into this side of the world, whether it be for the Athenians or the Spartans, and I come and cross with... Um, You know, sibling. Sibling is now not my sibling because they've been taken away and brainwashed by the cults. I don't care about them anymore. They weren't there for me. I'm the older, but they weren't there for me. He's clearly not taking the fact that I stabbed an old man so that he wouldn't die. But I ended up getting thrown off a cliff. Fuck Sparta. part of my French. So it's like... You're Greek. That's our one. Yeah, that's (laughs) our one. So it's like... If, if you get it depends on how you are because you meet up with this person multiple times and depending on how you speak to them determines how your ending will be mm. so it's like I was nice to him but like mean to everybody else also totally made Cassandra a lesbian for no other reason just because because you can have multiple romance options but it's like
2: it's basically how I play my second playthrough of Mass Effect usually
1: fem Shep? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was just like that's just what it was. Like, the game is amazing. The game is absolutely great. Like, I'd I play it just to play it. And this is coming from a guy who can't play open-world games like that due to open-world paralysis. I just had so much fun playing the game that I didn't care about anything else.
2: Have you played uh, The Witcher 3?
1: I couldn't. I well, re- now
2: you have, like, two months to play it. Or a month. Yeah.
1: You can play it. I've been thinking about it. I've been, it's either that, finishing God of War... Also a good option, right? Or finishing near. Now that you brought it back, mm. but I would it,
2: go with God of War or Witcher Three. Yeah, because uh, God of War's ending. I mean, how far are you? I I know War? about the ending. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, it's like
1: it, it's it's it's. If re- you
2: know about it, it's not really worth playing through all the way to get it. Right, but the story is epic.
1: I mean, just just I want the sequel already. <laughs> just just for the fact that you like spoilers. Atreus is Loki, which set up for the entirety of Ragnarok, which is already super cool. Right. but if, but at the end if you go back to the home and you go to sleep and you, like it does like a four years later time flash or whatever, and Thor's outside of your door just like, bro, we got some words that we gotta talk about. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not gonna live. but I was listening to uh, a timeline of uh, by the way, spoilers for Assassin's Creed is done. We already spoiled some God of War, but whatever. Um, They've
2: been out for. Yeah, well, it's been out for a while. God of War, definitely. Yeah.
1: But. but, um. So I was listening to something in regards to a timeline of God of War yesterday. Like, right. That's, like, literally the precursor to all the mythological stuff I was going to jump into. Mm-hmm. Um. There is a history of patricide in that game where you have Kronos, Zeus, like beats Kronos and essentially imprisons him and whatnot or kills him. Then there's Kratos versus Zeus. So people are thinking the next one's going to be Atreus is gonna kill Kratos, which they've signified in a, in um, in God of War hmm. because there's actually a wall art of Atreus killing uh, killing Kratos. Really? Yeah. Oh, I must miss that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, so it's like they thought the cycle was done. Boy. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, it's not done. All right. The boy is going to kill him. And it's like, are we going to be playing Atreus in this new in this new game? Are we going to be playing as Loki in the new God of War?
2: And I heard the next one's supposed to be like all about Ragnarok. See, I
0: didn't know that what? those were combined. What? That God of War and uh, um, Thor and all that. They, just in the last one.
1: Just in the last one, because the way that works is that Essentially, in God of War's uh, one through three, including Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus, Kratos kills every god that's ever to existed in the Greek pantheon, minus Aphrodite. Right? You find out that Kratos is the one of the very many bastard sons of Zeus. Who <clears throat> he gets around? <laughs> he does. He does. Um, he essentially is all like. So, so the way it worked is that Zeus or not Zeus, but Kratos is actually he's a family man, like before Atreus and before uh, you know, Faye and all that, living with his his wife and Calliope, who is his original daughter. Um, he's a family man. The Beginning of the beginning of what was it? I think it was I think it was Ghost of Sparta. You end up finding out that um, no, 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 it was, it was in a comic book. His daughter gets sick and. Due to that, I guess her skin turns a certain type of color. Well Kratos runs out to go get Ambrosia, which is essentially like a god fruit of of some kind, to heal her, so he has that family thing. But during that, he has to become the lapdog of Ares, and becomes you know he has to fight for Ares as a champion of the gods. But during one of his many many uh, Spartan rage fits, mm. goes upon uh, this town. And Oracle hops out and says, don't go in here. Don't go in here. Leave the people in here alone. Kratos is like, move, woman, you're in my way. And kills everybody in there. It turns out that his child and wife was in there. Because Ares teleported them from wherever the hell they were to wherever Kratos was slashing and killed them. All to make Kratos a stronger warrior. Not realizing that Kratos, being the rage Spartan that he is, is going to rage out and come for blood. So the entirety of God of War 1 is like, I'm coming for you, Ares. Screw you. You made me kill my family. I'm going to kill you, which he succeeds in doing. A a half-man demigod kills an immortal God of War and, well, not so immortal. He kills him. Uh, Not immortal anymore. Yeah, God of War 2 and Change of Olympus is just stories of Kratos so fed up with the gods by this point because of their deceit and they're alive. They do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. That he's like, I'm just gonna kill them all. You guys for one, you guys promised me at the end of the first game that if I did all this, you guys would take away the memory of me killing my wife and child. And plus, you said there's gonna be more upgrades and more leveling up, yeah. and I didn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like <laughs> don't, you's like, you promised me this, and then you tell me after I do the act for you that you can't do this, <laughs> but you guys are gonna make me the god of war. Okay. I got you. Second one is, I'm God of Worrying Around, but you guys think I'm doing too much, so you're taking away my powers, and then you kill me? Alright, I'm coming back from hell, and I'm coming for you. And it goes so far to the point where, like, he goes, he, he, he comes out of hell, finds, the, finds the, the fates, goes back in time, grabs, the, grabs essentially, Zeus's parents... And, and older family members brings them back to current time, and that's where God of War three happens. And you're climbing up Mount Olympus with the with all the Titans, and you literally destroy Poseidon. You kill him. He- you hear her uh, kill Hercules. You kill you kill the sun. You kill the sea. You kill hell. You kill Hercules. Yes, you kill or Hercules. You kill. Is he a bad guy in this? He is n- basically all the gods are the bad guys. N- yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Well, I mean, who's who's the antagonist in the situation? Yeah, you're kind of the bad guy. <laughs> you, you like who's the antagonist in the situation? Right. You know, literally the la- one of the last scenes of God of War three is that you are looking from Zeus' perspective at the monster that Kratos has become, of him legitimately punching Zeus in the face. In first-person perspective of this man that you were QTEing, right. hitting you in the face. Doing the, stop hitting yourself, stop right. hitting yourself. It, it, is, it is such <laughs> a, it's a really good scene. So much to the point that they put that in God of War, in the new one. So after Kratos literally kills everybody, he includes, uh, includes real And it says boy a lot. Like, Wait, no, no, no that's, before. The, that's in uh, okay. uh, Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> so, before he does that, he Boy. literally kills everybody. He opens Pandora's box to find the girl Pandora, right? She sacrifices herself after her, her becoming somewhat of a pseudo-daughter figure. And we get great music out of it, Pandora. Stop. Um, <laughs> um, he... Pandora sacrifices herself and gives Kratos essentially the like the most video game thing ever. She gives him the power of hope. And it's it's within him and Athena's like give me the power give me the power of hope and I will be, you know, the new god ruler and everything will be okay. So he he got the ring of heart essentially, yeah. <laughs> From Captain Planet. Yeah. No! And, and Kratos was all like <laughs> Kratos essentially was all like, "Athena, you've been with me through this entire deal." But you've also kind of been an asshole, so I'm not giving you the power of hope. I'm going to kill myself and give the power of hope to humanity. It's like, dude, you killed half the world already. There's no giving the power of humanity to anybody. Um, so at the end of God of War 3, all you see is that off the cliff into this apocalyptic Greece that there's this trail of blood that goes off into the ocean. You find out that in God of War, in the new God of War, God of War 4 whatever... Um, Kratos is still alive. I'm gonna assume it's way longer than a couple years later. Yeah, you know he ends up m- he meets a new woman, who who he calls woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he meets a new woman who's called Faye. Turns out that this Faye <laughs> has the a concept of understanding in magic. So it's like, oh okay. Essentially, he finds himself in Midgar, which is like the Norse mythology world for Earth. Right, okay. you know. And Fae is totally a giant, you know, but he you know, He doesn't realize that's what she is, because giants in this world is like it can be anywhere from normal human size to well, super giant. No human size would
0: not be a giant. I don't know, dude. I, I'm a giant just, is more of a would race that be a, a, like a yeah the dwarf
1: dwarf giant the, yeah the <laughs> I, what are they called because uh, it's Jorangons are their home. I think. J- Jotunheim. Yo, yo, Jotunheim is their home. Mm. So. Jot- Jotunheim? Yeah.
0: I've been to Jotunheim. That's no, a great place. No. It's um, on the other side of Washington. Oh, no, wait. What's that? What's that town?
1: Your head? No, the, yeah. L- the little
0: German town. <laughs> Leavenworth. Leavenworth. Oh, <laughs> Um But essentially, so essentially, the,
1: the entire thing is, your, your wife. Your, your wife's already dead at the beginning of the game. She's been given a task to both you and your son Atreus, aka Boy. Boy. Um, the task to go to the highest mountain in all of the nine realms to spread her ashes. In the midst of this, as you're doing it, I'm gonna I need to start wrapping up. Um, you find out that hey, this dude, this skinny bearded dude, is after you. It's Balder, the son of Odin, the one who is impossible to kill other by mistletoe. Which Just is? Mistletoe. Yeah.
2: Like it. Never mind. Okay. Wait, I know what a tell missile is. What's a
1: mistletoe? You don't know what a mistletoe is? Thank you for help What's a It's mistletoe? a plant. Yeah. No, but yeah. But what, what's it? Oh, well, you don't know this. Okay, so. This... <laughs> oh, God. Story about that is, is that uh, <laughs> at one point, Baldur, who is essentially the god of all that everybody likes,
0: Baldur Gate?
1: No, just By the Baldur. way, I love okay.
0: beating the crap out of It was
1: such I, a good opening scene. It's yeah. super strong. Um, I like the old
2: Baldur Gates game. You just go Spartan Rage and bring that giant rock down on him. <laughs> yeah, Bald- Baldur is
1: essentially the god of light, a god of war. Essentially, he is everything that everybody loves. He was the most loved god in the, in the Aesir, which is like the Odin's part of the pantheon. Okay. okay? Um, he ha- He ends up having a dream about his death in regards to... It's essentially a premonition of Ragnarok. His mom... Freya, or Frigg, they're kind of associated with each other, depending on what's going on, uh, went around to everything within the Nine Realms and said do not hurt my child. Okay? Do not hurt him. Everything agreed but Mistletoe, because she kind of found it harmless, so she didn't care. So, at one point in the future, uh, whilst every, once everybody found out that, uh, that, what was it? <laughs> that, that Baldur was impossible to kill. He was, like, actually super immortal because the Aesir aren't really immortal. They're humans with, like, superhuman strength. Uh, they started just, like, throwing stuff at him. They're, they're all just throwing stuff at him, you know, having fun. It's, like, you can't be killed by anything. So it's impossible. Yeah. Loki, being Loki, yeah. the god of mischief, tricks uh, Baldur's blind brother, Hodor. Hodor. There it is. <laughs> yeah, tr- tricks Tricks. Baldur's br- blind brother Hodor into, like, joining in on the fun because he's blind.
0: I love Hodor. So what he
1: does is that he gives Hodor a bow and an arrow that is made out of mistletoe, and Hodor shoots it at Baldur, which kills him, which starts Ragnarok.
0: That starts Ragnarok?
1: Yeah interesting. Yeah, so what happens essentially in God of War is that you're going through all this stuff, you're with Atreus, who's your child, you're Kratos, and you don't understand why all these Norse gods are popping out of nowhere trying to fight you. Still, by this point, Kratos hates the gods. He hates anything that is a deific style being, because it's like, they do nothing but cause trouble. Right. Right? So, so, you end up meeting Freya, which is this witch in the forest, who is Odin's wife, who I forget she did something to end up getting her banished, so, and also the curse of you can never kill anything that's alive. You know you can't kill anything.
0: Wait, you can't kill anything that's alive. So if it's alive, then it can't be killed. So no, no, she physically can't? she she physically <laughs> cannot
1: destroy anything. Okay. Okay. It's just a curse has been brought down upon her. So it's like oh she here, but I like I don't know.
0: So does that mean like? If she was to eat like a hamburger, it would come back to life. I don't know. Be what? Sad. I don't. I don't know. Why if, would that happen? Because if it was dead and she can't kill anything, it would be. But like, it's already but it's dead. Already dead. But it would, would it bring it back to life? No. No. Your logic makes zero sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. I don't know these
1: logics. No, but you—you're you're making up un, unfathomable ones.
2: You do know because it's impossible.
0: <laughs> it? I was just. Throwing, I was asking a question.
2: No. Anyways,
0: because that would be terrible if every time you went to have a steak or a burger, but it's already all dead. of a sudden it would just she come back to life. She couldn't make
2: the steak by killing the cow,
0: so it's, it's, she can still kill things, but she just can't, she can't do it kill physically. Things. She can't use a it's, knife to kill something. No, no.
1: If oh. something's already dead, right, and she touches it, if someone else kills
2: the cow and then she makes it into a steak, she could do that so <laughs> because it's already dead. If she uses dead.
1: somebody's
0: arm. <laughs> And stab somebody. No,
2: because she would be the one
0: killing somebody. But it would be somebody else. Why are we even somebody. having this? Because problems, David's here. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to co- continue. Anyways. I'm going to go with my theory, which is every time she touches something,
1: it comes back to life.
2: That's the opposite of what he's saying,
1: though. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. Anyways, go. It is. Um, <laughs> so, Kratos and Atreus end up meeting Freya in the woods. Freya immediately f- can tell that Kratos is part god, because he is the son of Zeus. Right. So, he's all like, does your kid know? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't want my kid to know he's a god. I don't want him to know anything about my past. I don't want to remember anything about my past. I'm controlling the rage that's inside me, so I don't lose control. Right, because right?
0: eventually he turns into the Hulk. E-
1: effectively, yes. <laughs> so, like, he's even he's even cast aside his, his chains, which were legitimately branded on his arms. Right. He's cast those away. And...
2: Well, the... For-
1: a while. Yeah, is all like, well you gotta tell him at some point He's like, uh, you're a god Shut up So <laughs> he just, he effectively leaves So after meeting up with Thor's kids Mat- Mag- Mag- Magni and Modi Um, Atreus starts to become really sick So, like, Kratos doesn't know what to do So he takes him back to Freya And Freya's all like, and this is where it doesn't make any sense because it's super weird. Because she like, t-
0: bites in a hamburger and it comes alive. No, shut up with your stupid stupidness.
1: No, Kratos Kratos effectively, or Freya tells him, like, yeah, your kid's sick because he thinks he's human.
2: Yeah, which is weird. It's like, And it's like they do have to cure his sickness, but at the same time, he also has to tell him that he's a guy. No, yeah, yeah,
0: it totally makes sense because what's her name in Star Wars? She died because of lack of hope. I hate that's so true, and
1: I can't argue that. Why did that
2: come to your head first? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but yeah, it's like literally, it's like
1: you're sick because of your your son thinks he's human, right? It's like okay, so you have to travel into Hell, Helheim, which is guarded by the god by the goddess Hell, by the same name, and you have to go get something, some freaking MacGuffin. I forget what it is. I
2: don't know, but that's a creepy part of the. The giant raven thing. Which is actually the super
1: explained because so cool. I looked into it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's awesome. Essentially, when I think there's three birds that, without like three parts of the realm and they all ring a bell. When all three bells ring, it's like, oh, Ragnarok's totally coming. Oh, really? <laughs> so be careful, yeah. So um,
2: Giant raven thing just sitting there. Yeah. And so, like way off in the distance, yeah. always looking over what you're doing. Yeah, uh, like Sauron's eye. Essentially, it's
1: yeah, creepy. it's super creepy. And it's like it's it's like a weird like skeletal looking thing too. Anyways, so you come back, or you know you like she tells you like you can't go into hell because of the frigid cold, and then and you're you, like
0: hell no I can't, and you just do it. No, like,
1: don't. Anyway, you, so it's like your your what your current weapon, which has like a piece of like, uh, the axe. yeah, the axe. It's called the Leviathan. It's essentially this ice axe. It's super dope. It's it's, it's awesome. A, what? It's it's an axe that can generate ice, essentially. Yeah.
2: And when you throw it, it comes back to you. Which was my favorite part of the it's, game. Because it feels was good. Was to just throw it as far as I could <laughs> and wait for it to like, fall down a canyon or something. And then call it back. Yeah, very good.
1: <laughs> um, because if you
2: threw it super far, it'd take a while for it to come back. Like he would just hold his hand out. Like Thor's hammer. Where he's right. like, holding it out and just waiting and waiting. And, and waiting you just see this you know, yeah. Grab it. It's like, yeah, it feels awesome. <laughs> and,
1: um, essentially, she's like, yeah, you can't go down there because anything of this world of this world as including anything in the nine realms will not work in hell. He's like, "Okay, He's like, do you have something that can stop out the the the, the crazy coldness that is hell?" He's like, "Yeah, I got something in mind. So you go back to your hut and you grab the blades of chaos, and which is the chains. W- yeah, <coughs> essentially are his uh the weapons that he used in the old games, but right. he put away because it's like I need to forget this memory, but I need it here just in case." So he you, he wraps the so chains. Much fun when you have both of the weapons. Yeah. Oh. he he wraps the chains back on, and now he's like, "This is the God of War that you remember." So yeah, just beats the sh-
2: everybody. Yeah, yeah.
1: So <laughs> you go down, you go down the hell. You find, I love the
2: fighting in that game like, yeah. more than any th- other game. Yeah. I love it. You find you find the so mysterious
1: fun. MacGuffin. You bring it back. You you the kid wakes up and you go on your way.
2: He's, like, kind of okay for a long time. Well, he doesn't no, really the recover. thing is is
1: that when you tell Atreus that he's a god, he gets confident. He gets cocky. Mm-hmm. So that becomes his downfall. And he's like, I'm a god? What can we do? What can I do? So you end up going... Basically
2: the whole time he's just kind of like, why can't we do it? We're gods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm
1: a god now. What do you mean? Shut up, dad. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're stupid. Yeah, and, like it totally... Yeah. And, and, it goes and,
2: down exactly like Kratos it would happen yeah and this is why he
1: didn't want to do it and he's
2: like he's gonna be an asshole and he's like no he won't just tell him he's, going, tell to, him he's, he's, he's like,
1: going to do what I did but like 50,000 times worse right so, and, <laughs> and and so it's like you end up going down the path you you end up killing one of the one of the uh, Odin sons right? or Thor sons and then Atreus kills the other one like just mercilessly so yeah. Thor has sons he has two sons
2: oh well he used to
1: yeah, so he doesn't have sons. <laughs> not anymore. now. Not, not not in this universe. Mm. But it's, it goes it goes like this. It's like so you end up fighting one of the the one that whatever whichever one's alive to the point of death, right? Thor
0: and, took it really well. He seemed
1: very no, calm and working. he's coming for vengeance. Is he? Yeah. Thor? Yes. Mm. Um... He so. so sh- stop talking, damn it! He's so robotic. God. <laughs> God, he's so. Slower. The re- it's going <laughs> longer because you keep talking. Stop <laughs> it. Um, you're very. You're peeking
0: right I, now. Like w- I wonder your, why your voice is getting really loud. Stop. And stop. I'm not really sure what to do about it. You like, can stop should we, talking. Should we change like the volume so on this much. mic or something like this? What? Yeah. Anyways. Keep going with your story.
1: I can. not I'm afraid you're
0: just gonna start talking again. No, I'm, I'm. I'm listening. I've been listening the whole time. I know you are. This is the most listening I've ever been listened to. Your hair looks you, funny. Mine? Yeah, it reminds me of like Whoville hair from is, The Grinch. Is it like that right now? Yeah, it does. No, because
2: like, it like it. It's wide to narrow in the middle, back to wide. That's Which funny. is like how all the Who's and my in,
0: my hair Grinch will Grinch sometimes even do like the Superman curl, where it goes like this. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why are you doing that? I don't even think it knows. No, it doesn't. I talked to it in the mirror the other day, and I said, why, why? No friends. And then... Mm -hmm. No friends. (laughs) I figured we're not going to get anywhere with...
1: No, we're going back to the story. Back to the story. It's a very interesting story. Okay. So, essentially, they beat one of the brothers down to death. Uh, Traeus comes up, stabs him in the neck, and kills him. Traeus is like, dude, why'd you do that? That's not weird. It's like, I'm a god, I don't care. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, the kid just becomes an arrogant little... Bastard, as, as you go along. Right. Um, you end up getting to the point where I, I've, I haven't gotten that far like in my game, but I, I knew up to that point. Um, at some point, Atreus calms down, stops being a little dick, and you end up getting confronted by Baldur again.
2: Well, basically, Kratos just, like, I mean, he doesn't beat the kid but he comes really <laughs> close and is he like, you need to, yeah, he's like you need to settle down like, you're like no- if
1: you don't calm this rage it will end up like consuming you yeah like he it has like me. a
2: not a heart to heart but like a fist to face
1: kind of yeah talk with dad like, to boy yeah <laughs> like if you don't stop i'm going to kill you <laughs> like, he said boy a lot of times oh yeah 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 that's, that's like the running joke of that game yeah to boy. the point where like they at the game awards when they were presenting the awards it was like the kid who voiced Atreus and the, the model for Atreus and the dude that played Kratos and they're Ed boy. Marty. Yeah, just boy. boy. Yeah, and the entire crowd flipped. <laughs> it was so funny. Um but it gets to the point where they end up meeting Freya again and they're at the point where it's like, Okay, we're here and Balder shows up and Baldur wants to kill his mother because, like, I can't feel anything. You made me immortal, but I can't enjoy pleasures of anything. You know? The entire, like, it's like, I can't, mom, I, I need to kill you so this spell can be broken. And Freya's like, no, don't do that. But Balder's like, uh, I'm going to do it anyway. But Freya's not going to try and actively stop him. So uh, Kratos steps in the way. He's like, yeah, um, don't go. He tries, he tries talking to Balder so that he doesn't turn out like he did. And this is just giant path of revenge, and he's all like, "Don't kill your mother, just walk away." And Baldur's like, "No, I'm gonna kill my mom." He's like, "All right, cool. That means you're gonna die." So they start fighting out. By the way, they end up fighting on the World Serpent, which I don't know if you know what the World Serpent is. No, big
0: snake. The World Tour.
2: No, it's like a big god. So essentially, there's this
1: giant tree that governs all the nine realms, that's known as Yggdrasil, right? At its name, what? Yggdrasil. Straight up.
0: Am okay. I wrong? No, no, no. You
1: go for it. So there's this giant snake called the world serpent that goes around it, that swims around it indefinitely. Right, called the Ormangon.
0: the the a snake. It's the, snail that's even, the snake that's seen. snake yeah. that's in the tail. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's a world serpent, S- symbolizing never ending. Yeah. So. um... Oh my god, you knew something. <laughs> I know a lot. <laughs> so for whatever reason, <laughs> unbeknownst to the player at this point, the the Atreus has this weird connection with the snake. So he can call upon it for help. So the snake, like during the midst of the fight, the snake pops up and Kratos and Atreus are fighting Baldur on the snake. And they essentially find out that Baldur's weakness is mistletoe. And Atreus creates the arrow and shoots it, or Kratos stabs him with it, and Baldur dies. Freya ends up super pissed because, like, you killed my baby boy. It's like, dude, he was trying to kill you. It's like, you killed my baby boy. yeah it's like I, you'll never be able to hide in all of the nine realms we are coming after you and she pieces out and then he was like just raise, puts his hands up and like yep
0: again again I can't talk to any of these people yeah. my family is all messed up yeah
1: so but it's like like Kratos isn't related to any of them um, so Kratos and Atreus finally go back and able to go to the highest point in all of the nine realms which is in Jotunheim and they spread the ashes Amidst going... uh, Amidst, like, about to be, like, on their way down, they find out that uh, Kratos' wife wanted to actually name Atreus Loki. So, and there's all types of signs and everywhere around, like, them going up to the final mountain, Jotunheim, saying Loki this, Loki that, Loki that. And there's, like, symbols and pictures of everything showing things of what will happen in the future. Mm -hmm. And so... And it explains why... Atreus has the bond with the world serpent because in Nordic lore your uh the world serpent is the son of Loki. Hel as in hell of Helheim is the daughter of Loki. The wolf Fenrir is the son of Loki. Like all these extra monsters are like the siblings of or the offsprings of Loki. Right. So it's just like it, it was like a super crazy plot twist <clears> that's <throat> like oh I wasn't ready for it so you end up going back to your home your little cottage that you've made in, in, wherever, in Midgar and you go to sleep and it does like a time skip to four years later you just see thunder and lightning happening everywhere and you walk outside and there's a dude in a cloak and he moves his cloak over and there's just a hammer so Thor is coming for revenge Freya went to go tell the Aesir and the Vanir like yeah he did this Ragnarok's happening it's over so, and Thor's mad. Thor's super pissed. Thor, Thor Thor. Did you know that Thor in actual uh, Nordic mythology is a redhead and not blonde? Really? He's, he's also, also kind of pudgy. He's also a super idiot.
0: Mm.
2: All muscle, no brain.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Also
0: soulless. Well,
2: he's not pudgy, but he's... They have it depicted where he's got, like, a stomach. Like, like yeah, he's he- kind of beer beer. Gutted? Mm-hmm. What's that? Like, barrel-chested. barrel-chested. Where he's just kind of, like, big. He's not, like, super lean and muscular. He's oh, good. so he's,
0: like, one of the guys at the gym. Like, Yeah, like, he's on huff. He, he's, like,
2: like, one of the one guys you see on the Superman competition. Kind of the like Strongest Man competition. Yeah, where it's
1: like, he doesn't weight. have abs, but, like, the entire section of his stomach is one singular ab. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> like, a ball, ball of muscle. Right, he's, like,
0: yeah, it's the, the guys at the gym, the ones that... They're not working out at the gym, The guys that are that are showing you the equipment. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: But that's the entirety of God of War Four abridged. You're welcome. Well you haven't you haven't finished it, have you? Yeah. Oh. The end of the game is that you kill Baldur, the god uh, Freya curses you and your son, which is to be in God of War fashion. Right. Um you find out that Atreus is Loki. Which,
2: and then Thor comes for revenge. Yeah, which kind which of sets which up the set, next
1: yeah one. sets up the next game. But like again, there's like little mysteries here and there where like you see on the walls that Atreus is, in a way, destined to kill Kratos.
0: It makes me want to just watch the cutscenes. Yeah, do that.
1: It's actually really good. Yeah, because um, that sounds interesting. Like I'm not gonna play the game. No, I the mean, game. I wouldn't the expect game looks you. good, but yeah, I the just, game is very
2: good, but, but, but it's not your type of game, right?
1: But I would set aside time to watch all of the game scenes because even though they're completely separate, Kratos's character in that game truly is just a right. Like, I would start from the beginning. Yeah, and just you watch need, the you cut need cut to understand how he got to that point, right? Because he is he is older. He is clearly like I
0: I watched the last part of Spider Man. Because I don't need to know anything more about Spider-Man. The game or the movie? The game. Okay. I watched the last little bit of Spider-Man because I was like, I don't need to know. I know what Spider-Man's about. Right. I kind of know what he's going to go through. Just want to know how the game ends. And who the bad guy was. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which I was kind of dissatisfied on who the bad guy was. I I haven't
0: played it yet, but I want to play
1: it. Yeah. That one I'll actually play.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, it's like just the setup for... you, You watch... And we're going to end soon. But, like... Why?
0: We have another hour to go. No, before... we
1: don't. <laughs> essentially, you're, you're watching Kratos go from this terrible person to the worst person ever thought of or conceived. And God of War 4 is essentially his his redemption. Attempt at
2: redemption. Yeah. Right. But he literally can't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because, because of the... It, what feels like a curse has been given to onto him since birth is that The cycle of patricide is going to be inevitable, and then his run-in with the gods because of his godly daefic status is going to affect him for the rest of his life. Right. It's the reason why his his previous family is dead. It's the reason why him and his son are being him and his son are being hunted now. Right. That's why his Facebook status says it's complicated. Of course, (laughs) and it's like how 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 can he raise his son with this daefic status and also not be a dick in the process, which may not happen. Right. So. But that's all. Thank you for listening to this terrible rendition of God of War 4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like it's the more definitive version. No, god, I hope not. I will say this. It was a lot hearing you tell the tale is is a lot more entertaining than uh when I tried to listen to like the IGN podcast or whatever. <laughs> the their gaming IGN <sighs> their gaming their gaming channel IGN's haven't we
2: discussed this before IGN's sellout, terrible broken they're gone great premise but terrible
1: execution yeah absolutely Yeah.
0: like I I, I literally like was flipping through the some of the video game stuff to uh, catch up because I, I haven't been paying attention to some of it I was like trying to get ready for the podcast and I went to the IGN they had nothing. No, nothing, nothing. The, the way, it, and they were talking about stuff that I was just like, "You guys are so boring, and you have nothing to talk about. You're not interesting. You're not funny. You're just, I
1: don't, I don't know what, I don't know why you still exist." <laughs> IGN is the definition of you give an inch and they take it for a mile. Yeah, that's what they do. They they, 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 figure out. They hear one thing, and they're like, "Oh, we got nothing to report. Let's make this huge, big conspiracy that will that won't make sense to anybody and will never hold weight."
0: Right.
2: No, it's just to create content. Yeah, just to create content. Yeah.
1: Ugh. I mean granted, like they had Corey Balrog the creator of God of War on there and they like discussed the situation and whatnot and like like thing for DLC. Other than that, it's like you, guys, I'm, you guys I'm jealous expect?
0: that they can get somebody like that on there it's because it's just like, established. Right, but they're I don't know why. It's, like they were a good it, magazine it, back in the day.
2: Exactly. They were good for a while until they started getting money and then now they buy their uh, like uh, it's, guests. Yeah. And that's what's what And the still annoying thing them. to
0: me was is that I was like, any video is like, you have a long commercial in, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, and solid. then sometimes halfway through. And then you realize, like, what? 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 Just. Anyways. That's
1: the way the world works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This has been two episodes of the Nailed It Podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I have been Michael. I am Xavier. And I am David.
1: Alright, fair enough. Yeah, fair. Bye! Up.